Caution, learning in progress. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time of day you may be listening, but thank you for listening to the Smarter Every Season podcast. This is the podcast brought to you by a couple members of the product support team here at Precision Planning. And we are going to continue on today with our spring-style format of podcasts. Uh, if you've joined in the last couple of weeks, you know that this means cutting down the length of some of our episodes to about 15 minutes or so, where we try to recap what we're hearing from the field and pass on some nuggets of wisdom to help solve problems, to help provide a good experience, um, all those all those good things. So with me, as usual, in the studio is Hans Stutzman. Morning, Hans. Morning, Tyler. All right, let's dive right in. You ready for this? I'm ready. Let's roll. All right, cool. We got a handful of bullet points to work our way through today as we have the last couple weeks. Let's start with the Gen 3. And I say with the Gen 3, the theory and strategy that we're going to talk through is applicable to Gen 2, SRM system. But what I'm getting at, it's it's this idea that if you're presented with a situation where on the diagnose page, we have been in a updating firmware loop for a long period of time. What's the approach? How do we kind of prioritize and conquer or get out of that phase? Yeah, so there's a couple of things that we kind of look for, but the primary thing that we want to start with, and this is this is true for Gen 2 or Gen, um, uh, Gen 3, um, the biggest thing we want to focus on first is the display. We want to get the display healthy. And if you're in the Gen 3, you go to the diagnose page, that DBM box on the diagnose page needs to be green. Um, and so what, how we do that is, um, if you're updating, it's kind of stuck, unplug the 12 pin, that implement can harness nine pin on the gen two, unplug that, make sure the displays up and running and is healthy. It's that it's happy. Once it's happy, then you can start to add components back in, um, on the planner side, kind of the, the order of sequence that we want to go through is if you're updating is SRMs first, then road devices. So. Um, if you're struggling to update and you're kind of having some issues with it, um, go along and unplug all the row can devices, unplug that V drive plug off the row harness, unplug it from the can hub so that we're only looking at the SRMs, let the SRMs update by themselves and then plug row devices in with it. If you have a device that is, um, that is plugged into the wrong port or a uh, wrong jumper or isn't, isn't configured correctly, those tend to take longer times to update than if they are, um, everything's configured correctly. So unplugging all the devices allows us to update the important things first and then slowly add the things back in. Yep. Yep, exactly. So again, if you're stuck in that firmware loop, if you will, on the diagnose screen, isolate display, then SRMs, then row components. Yes, correct. Cool. Okay. So the next one comes to us by way of a reminder at the end of February uh, of this year, is just a reminder that everybody on 2022.0, we have changed our satellite image provider. And so everybody on 22, 2022.0 uh, will only see a back black screen Correct. if you click on uh, the satellite image or to view the satellite image. I say that because it then kind of leans into the next bullet point we want to make on the best way to view a boundary. And I'll stop there too and add... On 2022.1, you'll be updated with that new background, image provider, so you will image. see a background. Yep. So, yeah, but um, best way to view a boundary file then, Hans? Yeah, so if you try and bring up a boundary on the um, 2022.0 software um, and you have satellite imagery turned on or is in the background, that black image that's in the background 
um, is basically the same shade. It's the opaque image, and it looks just like what our boundaries look like or what the boundary color looks like. So it's really, really hard to see. If you're going to do view a boundary on 2022.0, we would recommend you turn off the satellite imagery and use the grid view. Um, that gives us that little, it's a darker image with the grids across it. The boundary shows up correctly at that point. Um, it's there on the back, other background images. You just can't see it. If you're also on 22.0 or sorry, 2022.1 software. So limited software release for this year. Um, and you have poor internet connection or you have satellite turned on and there's no background there and you really don't have the image. Just the black, just yeah. the black background. Turn the satellite imagery off and go to grid view again. That'll fix the issue. Yeah, and so just to be clear too, there on twenty twenty two dot one, if you do actually have a satellite, it'll image, work just fine. Yeah, it'll work yeah. just fine. You'll see the image. You'll see the boundary pile just fine. Okay, good deal. So another question that we've gotten with some regularity and support is we have a six pin air pressure sensor, mm-hmm. right? It's a little six pin. It connects into like a can hub or row can, uh, and then the other end, basically, you just put an airline in and you take it to a, a compressor. We've gotten the question a few times is, can someone install multiple air pressure sensor modules? You Physically, you could install them. You could set them up. The problem is trying to display them. There's no place to really display those pressure sensors. So we, even if you plugged one in, we would never read more than one of them. Um, the, and the, place, the only place that pressure sensor is displayed is in the um, ferroforce or the row cleaner widget for the tank pressure sensor. It is it comes in as a tank pressure sensor. That's where it shows up as as a ferroforce or as a clean a row cleaner pressure sensor is where it shows up. Um, for the row cleaner itself, well, I can I can turn the row cleaner on. I can get a pressure there. Row cleaner pressure. That is the pressure differential between the down and the lift side of the row cleaner. So that's basically what's being applied on your row cleaner system. And what we mean when we say differential is like if I want a balancing pressure, Correct. meaning. I'm going to energize my down circuit to 70 PSI, but I want to keep 5 PSI or 10 on the opposite side. The differential there is 60 or 65, right? Correct. Whatever. Yep. You, and that's what you're going to see, see in that box yeah. is the differential. You'll between. see 60 yep. if, say, your lift is 10 and you're down is 70. Correct. Right? Okay. Correct. Yep. Okay. So, Hans, gotten a few phone calls, too, about the row cleaner module leaking, which in every case... I'm not saying this happens every time, but in every case I've been a part of, it's actually that the module is venting. Let's take a few minutes and talk me through row cleaner module diagnostics. Yeah, so when you get a scenario that you are venting air or something like that coming out of the module, there's it's kind of some of the same process that we did with the old manual row cleaner uh, clean sweep uh, controller. What you're likely to get is you put a balancing pressure on both sides. We're going to try and hold 5 PSI on both sides of it. Well, if we get over that, if we're going to get anything beyond that, we're going to start venting either side of those. <clears throat> so, Or if you change pressures, then we're going to start venting as well. On um, For the row clear module, you get one side that's always venting. It always sounds like it's always leaking air out of our hissing air. It likely could be caused due to the fact that you have a clean sweep cylinder or some other system that is leaking air across one side of the cylinder to the other side. So if you pressurize it down at 70 PSI and the one cylinder is leaking, it's going to push air over into the lift side and that's going to overpressurize the lift side that we're trying to keep at zero or five or 10, which then creates a, a venting scenario. The way to diagnose this is to set your balancing pressure to zero on the row clear model. So we're not trying to keep any pressure on either side, apply pressure to either the down or the lift circuit, and see if it starts to see if you hear venting coming from the module. If you are, you probably have a cylinder that's leaking past 
what you need to do then. So if you put it in the downside, what I do is put 30, 40 PSI in the downside, go back and unplug the lift line coming from the going into the, the module itself that we're coming from the cylinders to the module and see if you have air coming out of that airline. If you do, you have air that's leaking across the downside into the lift circuit and it's coming all the way back up to the controller module, which then has to vent it because it's trying to keep it at zero. At that point, start working your way back along the frame of the planner, trace that line, find a T, unplug it, see which line it's coming from. Go ahead and keep going that direction until you find the cylinder that's leaking air. But that's the best way to do it is pressurize the one side, unplug the other side, whatever it is, the downside or lift side. And if you've then trace got the air, air blowing back from the planner side. Yeah. If you got air coming from the, the opposite planner, side, you're trying to energize. That means you have air that's going to the cylinder, leaking over the seal, the, the seal into the opposite side, and then coming all the way back to the controller. Yeah, and I, you may have said this. You can take that down to then where we T to yep. go to opposite sides of the planner, pulling uh, that line the, apart. Yep. And then you'll get another direction you of which way to go. side. Yep. And then you can take it down to cylinders. Yep. Yeah, and remove the opposite side on the cylinder. And keep see, going. Yeah. Yep. And Very keep cool. going. Okay, good deal. Um, the other thing that I want to kind of talk through a little bit today is just kind of I guess, validation, if you will, of a healthy system or proper setup. There's been some times I know I've taken a call of, hey, in the diagnose screen, my seating system or all of X systems are green, but a row up at the top is red. A row up at the top is white. To talk me through maybe what that what could happen there or what's why we're showing that and then how we can kind of remedy that. So some of the things that can happen, you can get something – depending on what the devices are that are on the system, you can have a complete, the seating system itself is green, SRMs are green, SR, or seating is green, but there could be an auxiliary device. A lot of times it's going to be the auxiliary device, something plugged into the aux port that's turning a row red or turning a row white on the main screen, but there's no big boxes on the diagnose page that have turned color. The best way to ver- verify what I like to do is to verify everything is set up correctly is to click on the system schematic screen button, the on, screen. on the diagnose page. Yep. Um, and that gives you, basically it'll give you the PDM and then all the SRMs that are associated with it. And if there's anything in one of those SRMs that's, that's white or red or something like that, that you could, uh, the AUX device, that's not necessarily a main product device on the home screen, you can verify your setup that way. So anything that's white, like a list switch that's plugged in that's not configured, that's going to show white on the SRM page, on the uh, SRM box of the system schematic page. So that allows you to go through and see anything that's turning red, anything that's not correct. That's also a good place to look for um, a daisy chain break on a configuration or setups issue. Make sure that everything's getting identified correctly as well. Those will tell you. So system schematic to me is a, <clears throat> that's the final check to make sure everything's set up correctly. Everything's green. All the rows are green. All the devices plugged into the SRMs are green. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. The final one is just a kind of a reminder around master plant switch. Um, there were a few different classes. I think this kind of got brought up in, in training this year, but again, just a good reminder of it's easy to get caught by is yeah. the reason where we're talking about today. Um, it, and it's, it's the common one. I went, I, I went to lunch. I came back, started the tractor up. I just was pushing through stuff. I missed the pop-up saying the list, switch was there and up in the top right corner, I can't plant. Well, it's the, it's the master plants, which is still present in the top right corner. Any call that you get that says I can't enable something or I can't get something to plant, check the top right corner and make sure it doesn't say master in the top right corner and have them toggle the switch. And I've seen some guys that have toggled it, thought they toggled it, they hit it so fast they thought they toggled it, went on with the screen and never actually toggled the master plant switch. So um, just a quick reminder, that call keeps coming in. You're going to get the call yourself as a dealer. 
just make sure you're checking that top right corner. Yep. Love it. Okay. Hans, that's going to wrap up all the bullet points that we have. Real quick, what's your favorite part of spring? The weather. When it's warm and sunny outside, to get to see stuff green, to get stuff going, that's when I start to see it. And I, start, I love to see planters roll. I don't like them seeing stop. So when planters are rolling, I'm happy. <laughs> Me too. And anytime some of that good weather wants to show up, we're all for it. I'm all for it. I'd, I'd love to take <laughs> some good weather. It's not uh, not looking like we got great weather this week. Yeah. Yeah. All in due time. So. Thank you very much, Hans. And I want to thank everybody for listening today. On behalf of Hans Stetsman, I'm Tyler Hubert. And I just want to wish everybody a very safe and happy spring. 